You are listening to the Coles and Riffs Podcast. Hello and welcome to what podcast. Are we doing? Colson lives for that one. That's the one. The That's the one. Agents of Shield podcast, season two, episode nine. All ye who enter here, abandon all hope. All ye who enter here is the. The abandoned hope is heavily, heavily implied. implied. Yes, very heavily implied. So. Yeah. As always, I am Daniel Jeans. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungate Hawk. I'm going to turn myself up a little bit because I'm pretty quiet. Check one, two. <laughs> check, check. Check, check. Check. Um, Check let, out my melody. Let my inner sound guy out for a second. It was bad. I apologize. Moving on. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Episode 9. Written by Paul Zbyzowski. Still don't know how to pronounce that name. And directed by Billy Gearhart. That one's a little easier. Um, Gearhart. Hmm. A good, simple description of this episode. They go to the city. And half of them (laughs) kidnap Reyna. The team encounters difficulties while searching for this temple in... Yeah, yeah, it's a good way just to say in general, the team, in all of its various bits and pieces, encounters difficulties. Period. <laughs> this week on Agents of Shield, the deal the team has a rough day. I kind of wish that was the name of the episode. <laughs> this, week on, this week, this week on Agents of Shield, seventeen twin jokes. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. one twin joke seventeen times. That's true. That's yes, point. it is the same joke over and over. Or well, they should also, I say well, they, thirteen I times? Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. <laughs> the look on your face, you totally fell for it. Uh no. That's not that's not true. Well then what, we don't what is the actual answer? What is what the truth? Christ. Okay. How many Koenigs are there? It's like when you ask Barney Stinson what he does for a living. You can't expect an answer. But I want an answer anyway. <laughs> please. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to the temple and they're going to get murdered? Isn't that the song? Go to the temple and they're going to get murdered. Or taken over or whatever. Some sort of possession, yeah. Cree possession, inhumans possession. Ancient alien possession thing stuff. Which, if he hadn't touched the floor, probably wouldn't have happened. Well, just saying. You should never touch floors. In, in ancient cities, where their most interesting artifact tends to kill people. Yeah, it's true. I wouldn't be touching anything. I'd be in a protective suit. Right. In fact, don't they have hazmat suits? No, I'm just go ahead and pretty sure we've everybody. seen them. Yeah, 
I mean, that's the just the bulk of what happens in this episode. It's uh Yeah. Colson and Mockingbird and, like- and Fitzsimmons. I guess Colson and Mockingbird go yeah. first and then is Fitzsimmons with them? I forget how the team Fitzsimmons up. joins up and Mac joins up. Yeah. Meanwhile, and they're at the city. Well, they're in Puerto Rico, which is where the city is, under the fort of San Cristobal. Yes. That's actually pronounced. I know my, my Spanish is not fabulous. It's all right. But anyway, that's where they are. They're in Puerto Rico. Meanwhile, the other team is being used as extraction for Reina, who just surfaced and was being stalked by fake May. Yeah. Um, and and is that mask now fused to her face? Because that looks really painful. Yeah, it looks super painful. That's actually a good reason for her to still have it on. I'll go with the, that. Yeah. So the second the second twin joke was that one actually was the evil twin for May and May's evil twin. That was the second variation of the twin joke. Yes. Uh, so uh, evil May shows up. We will now call Evil May instead of Agent 33. Evil May shows up and uh, tells Raina that she needs to be brought in. Uh The Koenigs rescue her. Uh, Coulson sends a strike team of Hunter and Sky and May to bring her and the Koenigs into the base, the flying base. And then Raina does her usual, I'm talking my way around you bullshit. Yes. Accurate. Tries to turn herself into the Hydra, but they get run over in a method that I was not at all expecting. Lie, lie, lie. We saw that one coming miles away. Oh, so satisfying. Also, also uh, her running to them. Saw that one coming too. Because yeah. this is right. Yeah, right when they were like, wait, Hydra has the obelisk? Then I want to be on Hydra's side right now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Then more things go wrong for them because, of course, she said tracker to Agent Thirty Three, and yeah, um, that May. was a mistake. I think Evil May is the accepted terminology. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now of course we get our least favorite turncoat who turns his coat every time you see him. It seems like I don't know. I'm still kind of into it. He's from an evil dick bastard uh, mindset, he's still a very interesting character. This is truth. Um, I still want to see where he ends up on the grand scheme of things. Like Exactly. But I sort of, still don't like him. You don't have to like him. That's true. You just have to be interested he in him. He makes things interesting in a why, oh, why is this happening again? <laughs> More of a why, oh, why is Whitehall trusting him? On my end. Yeah, that too. I wouldn't have sent him out by himself. No, hell no. Well, Whitehall thinks he's got enough people to be able to control him, or or at least clean up after his mistakes. It's very a, naive a of him. Mistake. Right? Yeah, extremely naive. And then we get. Of course, Ward doing his own thing, and when he goes to snatch Reina, he also takes Sky because he's fixated. I have a theory, actually. It could be bunnies. Now I okay. It could be bunnies. It's a Buffy. Okay, <laughs> save it for later. Um, hold that thought. And then we have. You know, Whitehall getting pissed off because he wasn't supposed to let the the plane actually still be in the air. But I want to know how they think that they're going to shoot down a plane that's probably already recloaked and vanished now that they don't have a tracker on it anymore. Yeah, kind of poor plan. It's a better question. That might be the only way that they get out of it alive. Is this mid-season break? That was my first question at the end of the episode. No, there's one more. Okay. Okay, good. So I was thinking this is not quite 
cliffhangery enough from its season break. Well, it's cliffhangery but it enough, but it's not be. dramatic enough. Like it was so understated for the ending of the episode. Yeah. For it to also be the midseason. Explosions. <laughs> That's, exactly That's a va- valid like if they point. had shown if the last clip had been a missile hitting the bus and the bus going down, then I'd be like, Yeah, all right. Exactly. That works. Yeah, I'm with you We're there. Good here. All right. Um well, so yeah. Let's talk on the other storyline. Let's talk okay. that storyline through a little bit first. Uh I don't have okay. a ton to say other than we saw a really cool fight scene of Sky fighting fake me, evil me. Yeah, that was good. Like it was really cool to see Sky whooping ass because it shows that she's catching up, you know? Yeah. Like if if Evil May and Regular May had a fight and it and it ended up with Evil May just not, or just not, just being beaten, then Sky and Evil May fighting and ending up with Sky just being beaten means that there's like a very subtle difference in power between Sky to Evil May and Evil May to Good May. Yes. No, maybe Agent Thirty Three is better. Less confusing. Maybe Agent Thirty Three is still the best term. Ha. I'm just I'm not convinced that Sky is up to that speed yet. I don't I don't know if I, I believe that fight. Well, I think we have to also give Maze the benefit of the doubt from that first time because she was kind of concussed at the time. It's true. A little bit. She still has my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. So. Uh so yeah, but, it was interesting. That was a that was a good shot. I also enjoyed the the new tech that they showed us in the opening sequence, but we can talk about that in a bit. Yeah. During the new tech series. Ah. I um, see what you did there. And also the one other thing that really did frustrate me about that fight scene was like they both bashed each other's faces against walls, punches, kicks all over the place, flipping, acrobatic bullcrap. And then eventually Agent thirty three gets the upper hand and grabs a gun and points it at Sky, and then Hunter busts in the door, tackles her once to the ground, and suddenly she's unconscious. Yeah. It like a step back. Like, okay, we've got all these badass girls, but we need the man to save her. Um, what? Yeah. I think they were but just kind of at a loss for how to get the fight to be over. Maybe. Maybe, but I would have been just well. An icer is just yeah. as dramatic and would and would make sense for dropping her, you know. Right. But like, one tackle causes this badass bitch to go down. Like, or if she if he had tackled her into a counter, or if it had even if it had been you know Mockingbird or Agent May showing up and tackling her and and her going down, I still would have been upset because it wasn't even a gender thing for me. It was just the that one tackle should not have been enough to knock her out if all the rest of that fight scene hadn't. Yeah, it, but if it was Mac, it would have made a lot more sense because, you know, he's a big guy. Hunter is you know, pr- like Mac pr- pretty average. If, like, Mac her through the hall. <laughs> yeah, Mac would have totally if, just if gone... Hunter had flying kicked her in the face. Yeah. Maybe then, okay. They could They could have... They yeah. should have gone to 11. It was totally... Yeah, it was anticlimactic, and it seemed like a throwaway. It was a little Deus Ex Machina E. Only, it wasn't a God from the machine. It was God's sex machine. No, it, it was. It was, and the writers said, "Um, we're done with this now." <laughs> yeah, we've got to okay. Insert ten minute fight scene here, and then abruptly cut it off. Yeah. And then the fight choreographer was like, "Um, um all right, okay." I guess he just gets tackled. And she is unconscious, and then they can run away. Yay! It's from the same writers of Dr. Horrible. It's like, how do we get this device on top of that van? How about he just throws it? Throw it, and it flies there on its own, magically. (laughs) Done. It is from the same writers of Dr. Horrible, actually. Uh. Awesome. Uh, anything so yeah, else was, on was, them besides that? It's nice to see uh, Billy and Sam. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sam's shorter. But Billy's shorter. Or was it Billy? Billy They're the both one? shorter. They're both the short one. Ah. Now we know there are at least three of them. Well, at least. There were at least three of them. Right. One of them's dead. Billy, Sam, and then which was the original? Eric? I don't remember. Eric? No. Eric. Eric, yeah. Eric. Canning. That sounds right. Billy and Sam. Okay, so we can't if if we go by alphabet rules, then there are something like eighteen of them. You <laughs> mean they started today and named through they named through at least S, but I don't think those are the rules we're following. That's too many. <laughs> yeah. We still think L and D. Yep. Yeah. Sophisticated robot. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll go with you on that. Mostly because yeah. that's the best explanation for Pat and Oswald to be on this show. Sweet. All right. The other side of things we have. Mostly Mockingbird and Coulson getting talking to her. Uh, spy, I guess that we'd never actually see her informant. We see the back of his head once, yeah, and we see him from a just one other time, and that's it. I can't remember his name. He's not important. He's a vehicle. Right. It's true. It was just really but noticeable between that and uh, Evil May that they were really not wanting to spend money on extras this episode. That's true. That is true. Oh man. They had no. I wonder if the. Basically. I wonder if the two uh, hydra guards that got taken out by the van were the same what two hydra guards you? that were chasing them from the coffee shop. That would be really interesting to go back and see. I mean, it would make sense for them to still be in the same area, but that would make them very cheap. But anyway. Regardless, they need to they need to save up some money for the makeup budget. They had to do red sclera contacts this week. They had to do um, which I'm sure must have been really fun to fight in. Yeah, oh, and they yeah. also had to do uh, Agent May, Evil May, Agent Thirty Three's um, face marring, which is probably uh, cheaper than hiring an extra. And they also had to do. Uh, wounds and stuff on battered Sky's face from the fight with Agent 33. Yeah. Hmm. It, not a big thing. It was just something that I like, actively noticed today for some reason. So they can't get their, the, the, their contact guy who we didn't see to take their gear down to the hole. So they end up getting it down there somehow. And they want to do some sort of topography and stress analysis from the underground to make sure that it's safe. So the dwarves make a reappearance, which is fantastic because I've been missing the dwarves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get no payoff. We get no payoff because they go down the hole and immediately die because of electromagnetic pulses. Sure, whatever. And so they send poor Mac down the hole with some flashlights and a wing and a prayer. And he touches the ground and becomes a rage monster. Blah, 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 blah. No. And they yank him back up out of the hole. In a process he... that is apparently very painful. Yeah. And then he beats the tar out of um, oh, everybody. Lost name. Basically everybody. Except Fitz. He doesn't actually touch Fitz. Yeah. And he tries to throw um, Simmons down the... the hole. Yep. Yep. And then they try to icer him, and they can't. And it doesn't work. And then they he Fitz threatens to shoot him, and then can't. And then Mockingbird zaps the living out of him with her uh, batons. Stun batons. And chucks him back down the hole. Well, no, she doesn't chuck him down the hole. He collapses into the hole. And falls down the hole, yeah. I honestly don't think this is the last we're going to see a mech. No. Although... Either is a mech. I would I really hate is. for them to introduce a new black guy this season only to have him die and be the first well, one and to, to die. Well, and to make him so important to, like, the team, you know? Yeah. There has to be 
there has to be emotional pair at the end of it all. Matt gets to work on Lola. You know, like they've introduced that that concept. They've introduced that character need. I I need I want want that. I want one problem with the way way that he's been. He's only been interacting with maybe two three people. He interacts with Mockingbird. He interacts with Fitz. And every once in a while, he throws a couple things in in general group discussions. And that's basically it, yeah. which mm-hmm. is not a good sign for character longevity. But he was just in, introduced into uh, some new plot that was sort of hinted at today, which was Mockingbird's other thing, which we don't know anything about right. besides that there is a thing he doesn't want Hunter in on. Exactly. But he also exited out of uh, being the, I guess, air quotes, surrogate Simmons to Fitz, the guy he bought yep. uh, bounces ideas off of a couple times. Yeah. I mean, he's that awkward conversation what? moment, the awkward silence where he's okay. like, nope, I can't do this. But then later there's the... Um, time when Fitz is trying to come up with a word and Max just like no not today or whatever he says and then I think Claire was right she said something about it being Mac is trying to bridge Fitz and Simmons's relationship which is very noble I agree with that I also agree that it's the writers trying to write off Mac but why I don't know. Getting getting too many people in the main cast and it's getting expensive. Who cares if they're owned by Disney? There's no point in spending money you don't have to. But he's good. He's a good character. I agree with you. And I hope I'm wrong. But I don't think I'm wrong. Yeah. Sadly. Well, we'll see. We will, indeed. What if he turns into this season's gun? I mean, uh, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, um, Beth Locke, Mike Peterson. I hope he doesn't, because then we're going to have a season bad guy who happens to be black. Again. Yeah. But that's that. I mean, yeah, not much else happens. A lot of well action towards the end, but yeah. yeah. Well, let's dive into character. I feel like we can work out most of the rest of this over there. <laughs> hey, hey, take it easy with that. I made that for Coulson. Wow. Hey, you know, if you're looking for a vacation time bribery, I'll get you nowhere, because I've, I've tried. No, I'm hoping to let me work on the real thing. Brilliant. <laughs> and and w- so how do you get it to fly? It doesn't. Mm. <laughs> what? Something wrong? Don't judge me. Uh, storm's coming. No, well, it's fine, actually. There's not a cloud in the sky, actually. Yeah, never mind. Are you looking for me? Yeah. Actually, because um, uh, I, I need to go to the plane. Well, you need help with a holographic tower? No, 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 oh, no, no. No, Simmons. I've the, I have to give her a case and then a phone. You know at some point you're going to have to talk to her, right? Good luck with the car. Hey. Simmons was wanting to get back into the conversation about Simmons and Fitz and the romanticness of that. And... Fitz wanted to get back into the conversation about him not being head of the lab. It was a very yes. missed opportunity, which was too bad. It was. I mean, Simmons needed to speak up there, and she totally folded. This is true. It was a really On good the scene. Hand, they did have a few moments where they were talking at the same time and in very natural pace, and it felt like it was back to old timiness. Which was nice. But there were also a couple times where it was failure to watch and they were sort of stumbling over each other. They do mostly okay when they're in a work situation that's um, 
a little fraught. So if they're in the field, mm. they're mostly okay. If they're in the lab, <laughs> it's still a issue. Yeah. But it's heading in a good direction. Yeah. yeah. They're actually talking to each other again. And mm -hmm. Fitz is actually able to come up with Most words and terms words. and things yeah. while also around her. So It's good to see. So, Reyna's back. I feel like we haven't seen her in a few episodes. Uh, we were just talking about her, right? She is just such a... Uh, I'm less interested in device. her than I am she now than I am with Ward. a plot device, and she hasn't changed at all. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Right now, she's the exposition in the flower dress. Yes. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> I liked her as a character before. I mean, I, I disliked her in that she's always super manipulative and bad things happen when she's around. But at least she was interesting. Now it's the same note every time, and I'm getting tired of it. Yeah. I think even in her last, her last one where it was her desperate to try and find an answer get the thing and give it to Hydra or whatever. Like, that was the last time she was interesting to me because she was desperate and she was on her back foot, which is a place she's not usually. Yes. But she also told Sky that Sky is one of the few people who could probably hold the obelisk and also probably one of the few people who can be in the temple. Right, because she's not alien. She's human. Exhibition girl. Or perhaps well, I, inhuman. I he... He's trying to bite her. I'm biting. So, yeah. Yeah, that okay. conversation was... I, I was glad that they had it. It didn't feel at all like the right place or the right build-up. Yeah. Or anything right about it other than that it needed to happen at some point. I don't know what's happening, yes. It does lead me to one of my theories though. No, not maybe not that specifically, but we'll get there. All right. Other character stuff? Sky giving Colson a hug was cute. Yeah, because she has a bad feeling that something bad is gonna happen. Because she had a well, crazy she had dream. Extremely dream. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. So. Sure. Um. And Mac goes all hulky. He hulks out a little bit. I don't. I don't know what to I say about that. A mockingbird that he's not fury, which we all knew already. It's yes. not really. Not really development. It's a thing. <laughs> right. Nope. He's still not fury. That's why he's in charge. Nope. I want to know about this extra thing with mockingbird. Yeah. That is probably the most interesting and cryptic thing about the episode for me was what this other thing was and why Hunter can't be in on it and why Mac is. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen from there? Oh, I'm so excited to find out. <laughs> hmm. Cool. Well, not very character-heavy episode. No, not really. Not really. Which is kind of weird for this season. We seem to have had a lot of character. And well, less on the plot side. We're the loop -the loops of the roller coaster for the mid-season break. This is true. Okay. Our cat is trying to sleep in both of our labs at the same time. That's impressive. How's that working out? Not great. <laughs> I can imagine. All right, Tech? We have a very cool piece of new tech. The retro-reflective umbrella. I called it the Invisibrella. 
Yes, the Invisibrilla for hiding in plain sight. All you have to do is be quiet. It's like an invisibility cloak. Except more annoying because you have to hold it because it's an umbrella. True. But you can fit more people under it, I guess. <laughs> yes. That was pretty cool. I think cool. the favorite thing about that whole chase is Reyna's face when she sees the second of the Koenig brothers. Yeah. No, it's it's so good. <laughs> I mean, it's so awkward when he shows up. He's just like, yeah, take 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 the right. Take your next right. Trust me. <laughs> and then it's like, and you've teleported in front of my... What? <laughs> It reminds me of when I went to Robot World in the middle of Wisconsin when I was like 10. And they have this robot greeting you outside. And then you go into the next room and he's like upstairs. And my 10-year-old brain was all like, what? That's so cool. How is he both places? Oh. Exactly. 10-year-old. It's like magic to a 10-year-old. That's true. Really confusing to, you know, someone intelligent like Raina. Especially she's like, wait, obviously not a robot as far as she knows. Yes. Obviously is a robot because of robot world. LMG. (laughs) Sweet. Uh, Uh, For the tech, though. um, But we see floor cutter again but it's not new right and same with the agent the evil may mask Mm -hmm. and the dwarves right i just just thought it was the temple causing people to roid out was sort of new tech it's not even the temple yet that's just like an access corridor yeah the door it's a messed up door weird I, I really enjoy that they kept the uh, Agent May fake mask, the fake Agent May mask. It's just... Interesting I, choice. Yeah. And that, that it didn't get fixed is, I don't know, it seems like something that wouldn't normally happen. Yeah, it's a little bit odd because obviously the, the vocal modulator is also glitching out. Mm-hmm. And yet they don't do anything about this. She's got to be getting attention, if not for what she looks like, for what she sounds like. Destroy, destroy. I am not a robot. That's what she sounds like. Lost in space? Nobody? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I think that's it. All right, then quotes, I guess. Oh, I had one for Uh, this. I don't really have any quotes for this one. Oh, I had one. It was with Colson. It was from early. I mean, there's the thing that Colson says at the end after Mac has fallen in the hole. That that wasn't Mac, but it's it's more like a statement of fact and less of a quote. Yeah. Yeah. I had a few. One was uh, when Mac is looking at uh, Mockingbird and Hunter after they you know date it oh, and yeah. stuff, and Fitz is like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, storm is coming." It's like, no, it's uh, it's quite nice. I looked at the forecast. <laughs> yeah. But they're they're happy. This can't be a good thing. And then follow up to that is when Morse tells Hunter, "Don't die out there, okay?" And he just laughs it off. He's like, "It's Canada. Canada. We're going to Canada. <laughs> What's going to happen?" Well, Hydra is going to happen. Yeah, it always It worked out. Well, as far as we know. This I mean, I, well, maybe... I maintain they haven't been shot out of the sky because they're not idiots. They're not going to sit right there. How are you going to kill four members of your team off in one episode? 
in the credits of one episode. You're not. No. Unless the beginning of the next episode is the plane crashing. Like them forcing it down and They're still not gonna kill off four at once. Maybe two. Yeah. It is two tops. Queen. I mean we already probably killed Mac. Yeah. Okay. Speculation? I guess. Yeah, I don't remember any of my quotes, and I feel really bad. But I also don't remember thinking of anything as super quotable, so maybe they just weren't any this week. There was the time when uh, Fitz had the gun and was like, don't make me do this, Mac, and he kept coming to you. And he was like, these are real bullets. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm telling you, sir, she looked exactly like Agent May, except for the freaky facial scar thing. That was Agent 33. She was wearing a nano mask disguised as May, but May electrocuted her right in the face. Oh, that is so badass. Sam, I'm on with the director. Thank you. You were saying you think Hydra was there to kidnap Raina, not kill her? Well, we counted four two-man teams, all non-tactical, all in full surveillance mode. And the freaky one told Raina that Whitehall wanted to talk. Question is why? And why now? No idea, sir. But this is the first sighting we've had of Hydra since you let Raina out in the wild. Okay, I'm sending Agent May with an extraction team. Sit tight until they get there. Copy that, sir. He's sending the cavalry, sword. Sam, what are you, 13? You can't do a sit-up. You think you're going to hook up with the cavalry? All right, I guess speculation it is. I think that Ward is... In on, is now in on Sky's dad's plan to kill the hell out of Whitehall. To kill the hell out of Whitehall, and knows that Sky is important to that plan. I think that if that's not the case, then he's at least going on his own just to spite Whitehall. I still think his only loyalty is with Sky and himself. Yeah. But it's so hard to come back from burning down your childhood home with your parents and brother in it. You know, like No matter how evil they were to you. That's true. Yeah, that's that. I mean... He's obviously got his own thing going on because yeah. Hydra didn't tell him to take other hostages. They don't care about Sky. And he was supposed to shoot the plane down anyway, which duh, it's Hydra. But why did why did uh okay. Hydra doesn't know that Raina can touch the obelisk. The only person who knows that Raina can touch the obelisk is Sky's dad. And he could have told her them that they needed her or whatever. But that was never implicitly made clear, you know. So why now? Well, but they were already after her at some point. So I think they have to know that there's something going on between her and the obelisk. Well, they were on her then because they knew that she had access to the obelisk and she wanted they wanted her to steal it for them. Now they've got it. Why do they need her? I think that's, that's why they haven't question. been pursuing her yet, because that same episode where everything was going to go to shit if she didn't get it, he shows up and goes, here's the, the thing. I call it a diviner. Yeah. Interesting. So the only people who know that Raina can touch it was Raina, then Sky, then May, then Coulson, and that's it. And, oh, and Sky's dad. Since he was there. Yeah. at the time. And I was right when we looked back in in our flashback this time. In the last time. The color, the color was orange. Oh, and yeah, and yeah. The, the woman who got killed was red. Weird. So I think that the color that it turns when you touch it means something. Probably. I doubt we'll ever find out explicitly yeah, what those are. 
but yeah. I still think it's cool. Yeah, good catch. So they're inhumans. Yeah, I'm wondering why, through all of this, they're assuming that the city is empty. And Reyna insists that they're not that they're not alien. They're human. That her and Reyna are at least human. Yeah. But capable of more. We also got to hear her say the word Cree today, which was good. Yep. But the instant she did, the only thing that kept coming through my head was Ronan saying, I will inflict 1,000 years of Cree justice. <laughs> Which just came out on DVD. So if you're listening to this, go buy that. Go get your Guardians of the Galaxy DVD because it's good. It's true. I need to do that. We also need to get our X Men Days of Future Past DVD, which is not an ABC property, but that's a good thing we're not affiliated with ABC. Order Marvel in any fashion. Yet. Yet. We're still young. We're uh, we're open. Claire, <laughs> Claire's available. Definitely. Yeah. Costume and a makeup artist. There you go. <laughs> Although they fixed the mustache, so they've been doing a lot better this season. Oh, the mustache. <laughs> the mustache. That was so bad. Uh, well... We're yeah, so they're going to go down the hole. Yeah. Probably. We're definitely in for a ride. Are they going to go down before, yeah, before Ward and Sky and Reyna show up? And well, that's the other question. I mean, there's all this stuff that's going to happen. I think now that Ward, Ward and Reyna... But what order is it going to happen in? Ward and Reyna and Sky got on a plane together. Let's presume for a moment that... Sky's father is also on that plane. They kill everyone on board and fly by themselves to the temple. Yeah. That way, Sky and Rena and Ward and Papa Sky are all there without necessarily precluding that Hydra is there. Though we can presume that their jet is also lowjacked. Yeah, whatever. I'm sure Hydra can track their own planes. But you can also have Sky disable that chip. You think that she's going to actually help? No. No. <laughs> Maybe. Probably not. Depends on how convincing your dad is. Yeah. I'm guessing he's not going to be very convincing. I don't convincing. think he's going to be convincing enough. He's got a little bit of two crazy pants in him, too. Really good. It didn't act any change. He's a little bit extraordinarily psycho. Yeah. yeah. He is a megalomaniac. So yeah, that's my theory. I have no theory on what this side project that Mockingbird has, but what could it be? Do you are you saying that ironically? You know, and you're just not no. telling me. No, that was a legitimate rhetorical question. I'll kill you, James. <laughs> You'll reach through the screen and do something somehow. They're have... probably just planning on baking a very, very delicious surprise birthday cake. <laughs> and Hunter's terrible at keeping surprises, so exactly. that's why they can't let him in on it. Also, he's terrible at baking cakes, so there's no reason for him to be involved. Exactly. It's never something delicious. Mysteries are never fun like that. No. Unless you're in a spy organization, in which case it could be. Oh, wait. We are. No, the, it's never fun things like that unless you're in a romantic comedy and the person that you're planning it for thinks that you're going to break, up, break up, with them. up or something. <laughs> That's a trope that happens a lot. In romantic sitcoms. Truth. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we're done. 
This sounds week. like it. I think we can get better at like knowing when we're about to be done and then tapering off a little better. <laughs> Instead we're, of sort of puttering to we a just halt. Kind of go yeah. And then it's nothing. Yeah. So that's kind of what this episode did. It was like, and we're going on, and we're going on, and then um, Max falling into a hole, and Whitehall is saying that they have to blow up the plane. Since it was Ford super abrupt, something. we're kind of going, eh, and then we're like. They're like, and then this will happen. But Credit. wait, next week, one of us announces that they're going to die. <laughs> that, next week. That's kind of how that dead. felt. No. Yeah, that is kind of how it feels. It's like, wait, we need to do something that's going to get people hooked for next week. Uh, uh, uh. uh next week is the mid-season break, so we'll have lots more speculation. He yes. was raising. They're raising a ton of stakes before the mid-season break. I think the la- the last episode before. So it's like maybe this is the first part of a two-parter, or maybe the second part of a three-parter. If you want to tie in the one before this, which I don't think we need to, because it was pretty. No, no, no. We're tying in the one after the break. That also. So it could be a three or four-parter, depending on how you want to. Otherwise known as a series. True. <laughs> Good point. I'm gonna Thanks. say what the first in a thirteen parter. Well, yeah. Yep. Awkward silence is the correct response. Awesome. <laughs> occasionally occasionally they do like two episodes that are very definitely meant to be back to back. Yeah. But I feel like this is the start of that. Or a season that is so intrinsically interwoven that Every episode, no, no single episode is its own episode. Like Lost is very much a season. I guess it's like uh, serial. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. <laughs> As always, thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback, you can do so at Podcast at gmail.com or go over to colsonlewispodcast.blogspot.com. Rate and review us on iTunes and like us on Facebook. Yeah, do the Facebook thing. Then we can like have conversations about our totally. theories and whatnots. So that's good things. Uh, other podcasts you can find at almproductions.net. Been getting a lot of action on Mainframe Chronicle, the reboot podcast, because they just announced the title of the supposed new series that's coming out what yeah they've been working on it for a while but it's there's no air date yet so i'm still skeptical but been getting several other likes which is exciting so i've also got a new podcast which is a malifaux podcast that me and my friend alan are doing called the mistakes were made podcast that's at mistakes were made podbean.com we have Two episodes up. I'm working on a third one today. And then we'll keep going every other week, basically. Yeah. Check that out. I'm about to do that myself. Have been a little busy. So have not right. been able to jump into that. But you and I have also been a little busy. But... Looking forward to it. So, yeah. Join us next week for this mid-series break uh, titled What They Become. It's funny because I thought it was going to be called The Pride Before the Fall. Oh! Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all This is me making week. a bow. I don't know if you can see me making a bow because this is a podcast. You, you can imagine it. Or pretend like I'm making a bow. It's one of those horrible ones. <laughs> They're all kind of horrible. Yeah. And we will be back next week and then next year with uh, maybe, probably some uh, Peggy Carter talk. Ooh, yeah. You can totally do Peggy Carter filler episodes. Yeah. It totally fits. That's what they're doing with the show. We should rebrand for those three episodes and call it Agents of... (laughs) Agents of Carter. Uh, SRI or whatever. Agents of SSR. These are 
<laughs> Peggy SSL. Carter lives. Peggy Carter. <laughs> the Peggy Carter lives. Podcast. Peggy Carter is a vampire. Well, we should probably call it the the Steve. Um, what's it? Oh, Steve Rogers lives podcast. For no, those weeks. no, 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 no. But no. he does. Okay. Anyway. Horrible. He does, but he has so. nothing to do with Agent Carter in this series. That's gonna I happen. Does. We outnumber you two to one. We will say no. Yeah. So thanks for listening. See, even our sign-off gets all toddly near the end of it all. That's because Dan forgets to say his name. <laughs> What's my name? She's got you there. What's my name? <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> As always, oh, I am Daniel Jaynes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungatehawk. Fine. We <laughs> <laughs> start calling for line on our own podcast. On our own <laughs> improvised podcast. Be honest, Sky. Haven't you ever felt lost? Or had that feeling that you were part of something bigger? Like you were special? When you say special... What you really mean is alien. Is that what you believe? We're human, Sky. We just have the potential to be more. But the diviner, now that is most definitely alien. Where do you get this stuff? My father? Partly. But my grandmother came from a long line of special people who believed in a story about the blue angels that fell from the heavens. The ancients called them the Cree. And what did the Cree want? Change. That's why they left the Diviner as a guide to the temple, so the worthy would inherit the earth. And do you know where this temple is? That's what the Diviner shows you. Only the worthy are allowed inside to witness its true power. And what happens to the people who aren't worthy? I hope they've said their goodbyes. Coastal Lives Podcast is an autological media productions podcast. Leave us feedback at coastallivespodcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at coastallivespodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening. Feel free to check out our other podcasts at almproductions.net.